0: Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal and his
1: pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. It is Wednesday morning and I am going to say this one time and one time only more. If you have not voted Go out and do it. Just go and oh no, it's over, right? Charlotte, the voting part is over. I'm dead. That I'm looking at me. us. I'm that looking at me. us on Zoom. We're, we're we look exhausted. Uh, please don't get offended. We the three of us look like we've gained 15 pounds. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm bleary eyed. How's everyone feeling? I'm coming off a couple hours sleep here.
2: I was joking that I was gonna do it. I mean, you know, we only pull one clip for video, but I was like, I'm gonna do it with my fake blue light glasses on because maybe they'll like <laughs> hide the bags under my under my eyes a little bit. Um, I'm, I mean, you know, you eat you eat a lot of carbs during stressful moments. That's what all was I your got favorite?
1: What did you what did you dip into? There's a lot of Halloween oh, man, candy or no? I,
2: well, so um, met met a friend for drinks um, mm-hmm. and. At around like 5 because we were like there's no i'm not like i'm not gonna sit here and like watch the news before there's even anything to report right so we got back around i don't know like seven thirty, and from so i'd already had like some snacks like you know a good crab dip some baguette and then we went into there was a lot of pizza and then i ate um a lot of cheese puffs and i woke up this morning feeling i didn't even drink that much it was just like all carbs and then this morning i went and i nice. got a bajillion croissants so i'm just yeah i'm living my best life over here i don't know what you guys get in day
1: it was it was almost like is it dave is it like the, is it like thanksgiving or is it like the day after thanksgiving in terms of eating and
0: stress eating and all that stuff i i don't know if it's a holiday and people always say <laughs> we should get the day off or everything and i'm generally a big journey over destination guy but in this <laughs> case in 2020 hindsight Maybe I wish I would have treated the election a little bit like I do HGTV shows, which is to say the home makeover shows like here's the house that we're going to to remodel. And then I like to just jump to the last three minutes and see what they did. I don't need the in between of of all of it. Like I like watching the football game to see how we got there. It's kind of like, as I say, I think the. A lot of people are 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 upset. It feels like today at the experts out there and their coverage and their reaction and overreaction to everything over the course of it. It's very, to me, it's very much like the Chiefs playoff games about ten or eleven months ago. It's like going in. It's like, all right, everybody, we know what's going to happen here. Like, the, the Chiefs are going to end up winning this thing. And then about mid second quarter, it was like, ah, what, what <laughs> the hell? The world right. upside down. And and now this morning everybody's like yeah see I told you relax yeah. everybody <laughs> it is it is very funny but uh, yeah I
1: feel like it's like all of our favorite teams just went seven overtimes and now there's an eighth overtime and they'll probably yes. be twelve overtimes extending it to a couple of months but um.
0: I, I, what'd well, you I eat, do wanna, Sal? How much did you take down? I, I, I just finished
1: off all the kids' candy. That's all. It's a terrible <laughs> practical joke to put Halloween a, a few days before the election. I don't, that's not good for America. Talking no. about losing weight during a pandemic and being healthy. No way. No way that's no. going to happen.
0: I'm a prodigious eater. Um, I, In certain stretches, I can really <laughs> put it down. Um, And um, last night, I ate a full burrito, and I mean like a, a Los Angeles burrito, which is to say it's like roughly the size of a <laughs> of a regulation NFL football. And uh, and then I ate two pieces of pizza, and nice. then um, oh, I ate uh, half a bag of kettle chips, and I went with <laughs> the uh, honey Dijon. They were very good. And um, I drank a, a full bottle of champagne. Wow. And I drank And I drank oh, a my. and I and I drank a beer. You're actually holding up well for all this. Yeah. yeah and I'm trying to think damn, I, ate, I worked some sweets in too. I'm trying to think of which oh, good. ones, but oh, anyway. I
2: also had a bunch of babka. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> babka.
0: Oh, I
1: wish we had babka. <laughs> well, because
2: I've been watching the great British bake off and they made it at one point, And then I, I was like, I it. must have this. And so I it's such about... an east to, I do thing. think, yeah, I know. Sorry. We're Jewish. What are you going to No, I love mind? it. I miss it. I, w- I want to um, say though,
1: real quick. I know everyone's going to be like, all right, get the sports, get the sports gambling. Uh, and we will, I promise, we'll make fun of the, how terrible the Cowboys are, and we'll talk about a couple games and stuff like that. But we cannot not talk about this. And let's, I will talk about sports and sports gambling, how it relates to the election, because The sports gambling markets were what kept me in tune with what was going on. God bless John King on CNN or whoever you watched. These guys poking at maps for hours upon hours where you get mad at Wolf Blitzer for interrupting, but also be like, oh, Wolf, please interrupt him. He's on like a 44-minute stretch here. Um, But it it didn't make sense to me. Like I can only know, and, and these guys know a thousand times more about Kenosha County than I know about anything else. But that said... It, I couldn't get a big picture of what was going on until I read into the betting markets and about six or seven our time, Dave, it was about 10 your time, I think, Charlotte, Trump went to minus 600. And then it cooled off a little and I went to bed at 2 a.m. and he was minus 200. And then I woke up at 4 a.m. and Biden was minus 200. It is an inc- incredible wow. roller coaster. And in, in addition to that, $564 million dollars were bet or traded on this election, which is insane because I swear to God, 12 years ago, I was the only idiot betting on the election. Uh, Biden right now, as we speak, is minus 425. I wouldn't get excited either way for anybody. I think there's three heart attack moments to come in the next couple of weeks, no matter who you're uh, pulling for. But um, what, do you, what do you guys think of John King and just the swings and the emotions involved?
2: I think what you're talking about in terms of sports betting on the election is sort of the whole vibe of the coverage in general. Like, I really I felt like I was watching, you know, a coverage of a big game. It felt like I mean, and John King even kept saying he was like, we're only in the first quarter, like or it's early innings, like pick your sport. And I was like, "Okay, well, this feels like the NFC East to me. So Um, but I do think that like. There's a a strange, almost as sports fans, we're like more primed to understand how anything anyone says on TV at any given time during something like this could just not be true because it's like, I mean, it's what Dave was saying about about the Chiefs. You know, I I, I was like, I'm only going to believe something when it happens because I've, you know, you watch enough Falcons games and you're like, I'm not betting on anybody at this point.
1: Yeah, you know bad beats. You're a sports fan. You've right. sat through enough games
0: and thousands of games. Do you have the same feeling, Dave? Yeah. First of all, John King, I've uh, I've interviewed him before. Gigantic Patriots fan, oh. uh, Charlie. I did not you may know be, this, Dave. You may be interested to learn. I I, I because of my youthful disposition, I am more of a Cornacki guy. Um, either way, <laughs> I think it's fascinating. You know, our, our society filled with uh, narcissists and vain people, myself included. Um, we all think that we probably like when we watch um, procedural uh, dramas and uh, or, or in fact, even real life murders, like we think because we're informed by movies over our, the course of our lifetimes, like, oh, yeah, I mean, they, they got to charge him. I mean, I don't think you can get him on uh, on murder, but I think you got to you know manslaughter is a more likely charge. This is the same effect now watching John King or Karnacki or whomever work the board there like that county right there I think oh, it's, it's going that's going to flip I mean it's only at 62% there <laughs> we're all it, it really is what happens when we watch the Olympics every 4 years too it's like we we watch for 20 minutes and suddenly yeah. we know everything about it like hey let me tell you something right now i know that the german bobsled team has a shot here but if they're going to make up those uh, they have to shave off still another uh, 0.2 uh, tenths right. of a second here and if they're going to do that that third bobsledder better get his S together. You know, right. like I'm I do not know what he's his head's bobbing all over the place, and that ain't gonna cut it.
1: <laughs> well, John King is an expert, but but I know what you're saying. The rest of us uh should Right, be. we yeah. are.
0: Yes, I know. Yeah, he
1: uh yeah, he is like well, I'm trying to think he's like, Joe Lenardi and Mel Kuyper Jr. I yesterday I called him Map Map Kuyper Jr. I don't know, it doesn't really track, but uh it just uh these guys are around once a year. This guy's around every four years, and he saved it all up uh for yesterday Banging on these maps all night. Good Lord. And by the way, his big message the whole time was um, hey, you got to be patient, be patient. Like, okay. are you telling us we could fall asleep and uh, check in tomorrow because uh just give us the okay because I'm freaking exhausted and I'm running out of Bobka. I'm kidding. I didn't have Bobka. Yeah, well, I wish I had I was. Babka. You I, were running no. out of babka. Yeah. I
2: do think it's funny that he kept saying like, well this is what makes it so fun wolf, and I was like, <laughs> well John, I'm I'm certainly not enjoying this. <laughs> I was like I was like you you, you sick man.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Dave, I know you've gone through this and I had this uh this happened to me last week, but um and again, I don't want to get into too much of who everyone's rooting for and everything, but what what a weird thing happens when our favorite athletes endorse a candidate that we don't like, right? You've dealt with this years ago with Coach Knight. I got a taste of it with Mike Piazza the other day, and I'm like, "Oh, that's disappointing." And then I'm thinking, "What the what do I care? Why what do I care and why should they be aligned with anything I think because they played for a team that I rooted for?" It doesn't make any sense Try being at all. a
2: Pats fan in 2016. Sal. <laughs> I
1: get it. Yeah, no, I get it. But, but also it's like, I, I don't expect them to like the same kind of steak or, or medium rare or how it's prepared, but I don't know. what do we, do yeah, we, Will we, 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 we go too yeah. far into this?
0: I don't know. And I, I, it's really, um, I, I, let's not have a serious minded conversation no, about, about all this, but, but yes, I don't, I'm not capable of that. So, uh, <laughs> so that suits my purposes, but, um, The um, yeah, I mean, the on one hand, you see Biden in my hometown of Pittsburgh invoking the names of Rooney and Franco. And then you see Brett Favre um, advocating um, for Trump. And like you say, uh, we know Belichick writing letters to Trump and all of that sort of thing. And. I, uh, I believe me, no, I, I understand nobody's looking to me for any counsel here, but maybe this <laughs> is really representative of it's a very um, sort of specific to our moment in American history that this is uh, I, on either side of it, that this is um, well, now I now I have to cancel this guy from my life. I right. he, he he disagrees with me. That was just not true 25 years ago. Okay, you you disagree politically, but all right, yeah. with No well, no matter here in the football game. But now, and it's either side. It's not like people keep saying, "Oh, the cancel culture." It's both sides. It's right. it really it really is legitimately like, well, if that guy's gonna, if LeBron James is going to um, do what he's doing, I can't root for him. Same as people are saying, like, well, Drew Brees said what he said in the summer. Now I can't root for him. It right. really shouldn't be reason enough to say. I can't. I'm no longer a fan of this. Yeah, fan. I know it's silly. Right? What what I, I will
2: say, and this is the one serious thing I'll say, is that um, I think the stakes. I think things have become much more explicit. I think that in the past you could say you there was a little bit. It, things were more veiled. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could say you um, supported a candidate without people immediately being like, "Oh, well, then you must be a terrible person." And I think that it's become Um, a referendum on your moral views and how you see the world and your intelligence and, like, absolutely everything about you based on who you vote for. And on some level, like, I I I think that it's hard for... I don't want to sound too partisan because, you know, I know people come here to listen about sports, but I think it's hard in a world where there are people who feel like their lives are just straight up not valued by people who vote for one candidate because of the things that person has said to dehumanize them that makes it like it carries a lot more weight, you know, and so I yeah. don't know it. But it's also funny because it's like, well, what is a You know, like, what does this pitcher know about politics or like what is and sometimes people know a lot and sometimes they know a little and it's just like everything carries a lot more weight these days. And it
1: also depends on how in your face they are about it. Right. Like if uh, your candidate or your favorite athlete shows up at a rally and you never hear about it again, you know, you, you, you could be more fine with it than if you're in the, who's the the, the San Francisco Giants guy. Who's uh, who, who's it? Aubrey hop. Is it Aubrey? Yeah. I don't mm. know. Yeah. If it's someone like that or Curt Schilling or something, or even the other, you know, um, whatever, Kirsty Alley. I don't know, but whoever it is, it's it, it's weird. It's all about um volume, right? Just let's let's keep it. Let's just have civility if we can keep it. Uh, oh boy. All right, let's switch to NFL. Let's talk Cowboys. This is more something more depressing uh, than what we went through last night. They are now on their fourth quarterback this year. Now, I, Joel, I asked you to do the research on a team's fourth quarterback. I think that's the sweet spot, right? I think that's when they turn. The season around Dak Prescott went down with a terrible injury. Um, Andy Dalton took over. He went down with an injury. Um, then we had uh Ben DiNucci. didn't exactly <laughs> light it up Sunday night. They were maybe DiNucci, DiNucci. Yeah. they were maybe gonna go back to Dalton, but he wisely contracted COVID, so he's done for a little bit, and now it's between uh Garrett Gilbert and Cooper Rush and uh and this is the home game that we were going to go to, but we weren't really going to go to Dave Steelers Cowboys. The Steelers are a 13 and a half point favorite according to FanDuel. Let me just tell you a Cooper Rush story, by the way. Cooper Rush is wait, involved. Wait,
2: wait, wait. wait. Can yeah. I stop you for one sec? Cooper Rush is an actual person and yeah, not yeah, like the star of a 90s sports quarterback movie doesn't it suck
1: because he has a great name for a quarterback he's uh, he walks out there with a great name and we're gonna see um not so impressive things from him i can almost guarantee sorry
2: sorry keep going with your story i just had to we had to appreciate that for a second well we'll
1: see we're not gonna know if he's real until he steps on the field now he's actually been the backup we've seen him but i've had an encounter with him now dave see if you follow this this will forever be my worst beat in sports gambling. I had Oklahoma state in 2016 on a money line parlay. They were like a 16 point favorite. I had them strung together with like eight teams. They are winning the game with four seconds left. They have the ball on fourth down winning the game fourth down four seconds left. And they lost because their stupid quarterback, Oklahoma state, they drop back. And he basically took an intentional grounding. He threw the ball through the end zone. Somehow Central Michigan led by Cooper Rush gets the ball back on that penalty. And there's a 70 yard touchdown up four with the ball. Four seconds left. Dave, can you beat that? Can you beat that in terms of a bad
0: beat? I, well, I'm not even going to try to. That's, uh, that's pretty grim. The one that comes to mind, I mean, like those, uh, those are the ones like, uh, you know, the Miracle at the Meadowlands pisarctic. or that Michigan, Michigan yeah. State. That right. that might be the weirdest one that I've seen. The, the, when the punter dropped the ball and they picked, remember that one? What was Yeah, that, but that could still
1: happen if you have to punt the ball. No, right? I, 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 I no, left. I,
0: I'm just throwing, I'm throwing out the, some candidates, but yes, uh, I don't no. think you can. I'll and be and able the Pisarchic thing that. you
1: talk about is that that sucks and that's stupid, but they just didn't take knees back then, right? They did, they handed off to, uh, to fill to spill the clock but same four thing years happened to, ago.
0: same thing happened to Ampipe pipe when they uh when they, when they went and played um uh I forget what team they played there the you know in <laughs> in, in uh, all the right moves there but yeah yeah. They
1: yeah, handed- yeah. I yeah. know. Again, Charlotte called it. The Cooper rush is from a movie. This isn't a real person. So already he's got a couple of strikes against. I will caution so how you. Do you do, are you, you know, mad
2: go. at him? Are you upset about I, this turn of events? I'm mad at
1: the Oklahoma State coach and everything. I, I, I've, I've gone back and forth. I've written letters. I, I don't think it's fair. <laughs> I don't even understand the penalty. Like, I, I don't get how they get the ball back and everything. I, I, it's all weird. Like, they should have another play or something.
0: I don't know. Uh, this has been a great distraction from the matter in hand, Sal. I, I yeah. Really feel you're friendly with Tony Romo. I sure. mean, you're very close with him. I, I, I. Re, he's already on his way down there with his friend uh, Jim Nance. Yeah. If ever, look, <laughs> we'll talk about bringing the country together a little bit. Right. I, I mean, I, I, I've balked obviously at the Cowboys still being called America's team, but in this case. America would rally if Tony Romo decided to put on the number nine for old time's sake and run it out there against oh the Dallas, uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Get your guy to it. <laughs> Come on. It'll be fun. Maybe even we can say, like, we're, we can't promise you, Tony, that you aren't going to get hit. But, like, mm-hmm. none of our bigger defensive, like, Cam Hayward will not fall on you. Or Stephon Tuitt. Like, we'll only let are more slightly built linebackers hit you or something, some rule I, like that to make I it I like fair. all
1: that. I loved it when, you know, when Dak got hurt and he was like uh, horrified doing the doing the color comment there. And I'm like, wow, you're just a couple floors away. Just head down. Uh We'll throw you throw him, a number runner? nine. So now he's 42, is he? Is he really? Of, oh, I didn't know he was that old. Well, that's what I'm saying. I've had this conversation with him recently and he says he needs... Anywhere from two weeks to six weeks to get ready for something like this, he wouldn't be able to do it. I'm and not also, sure what
0: Kurt Warner's age is. I asked yeah. him four years. Oh, he's forty. He's forty, Jim. I thought. Oh, yeah, he turned forty this year, right? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what Kurt Warner is or Maple. what he wa- was four years ago, but he was out of pro football for for multiple years by this point. And I said, "Hey, Kurt," because the state of QB and was worse than it was uh, right. than it is now. And I said, "If you uh, if you had to, do you think?" Uh, do you think you could go out there and and win a game? I mean, how many QBs do you think you're better than? He's like, about mm. half the QBs in the league. Really? I, if, if Kurt Warner thinks that, Tony Romo surely thinks no, that, No, right? but right Tony... that day, like that instant yes. he's better, yes. he could, yes. he could so just I, go mean, may, Maybe he maybe would need some conditioning ramp up or whatever. But yeah, these guys all have they, – they all have, are imbued with uh, – remarkable self-confidence owed to their physical ability. Get Tony Roma to try it. Let's see. It'll be really fun. I just It'll think, jazz this thing up a little bit.
1: I, uh, you know what? Like when you don't work out for a long time for years and then you try, you bench yes, press. Yes, I you do. Bench, <laughs> but then you bench press and the next day you're like, holy shit. What the hell just happened? I'm, I'm sore the whole day. That's got to be times 100 with football, right? And getting in shape yeah. and everything else.
2: Oh my God. I feel like you forget quickly how Hard you get hit. Yeah. I don't know. I've never played football, but like, I mean, Romo,
1: and also he's the, uh, he was instantly became the best at this other career, right? So the incentive to now play, that's what bummed me out a little bit too. He ended up being so good in the broadcasting booth. I'm like, God damn it. He's never coming back because he did, he did leave the door open a little bit. And then when uh, he was widely held as the greatest,
0: uh, Prognosticator slash broadcaster of all times, like, well, that's it. We lost him. But I don't know if it counts as meta or what. Uh, what you describe this as, but Tony Romo, who is, in fact, I don't care what AG is right now, and I know he's got the legitimate can't take a shot to the back kind of stuff to worry mm-hmm. about, but he is all those things considered, he is definitely better at football right now in 2020 than Cooper Rush is. Or Garrett Gilbert. And he's going to sit there and evaluate those guys while they face the number one uh, right. pass rush why in the NFL. Would he,
2: why would he ever want to go I don't know if he would want to. It's just gonna be a fascinating team.
0: game. And we might see Garrett Gilbert. And so if you like the fourth quarterback, Sal, you're gonna love the fifth quarterback. Um, but uh, <laughs> but either way, that 13 and a half, you and I were going back and forth about that before the yeah. before the number dropped because we thought it was gonna be Dalton. Um, what are you going to do on this one? I we can hold well, it till Friday, but what do you, what do you think about? I,
1: I, well, I want to talk about it because I, I, I don't want to say, oh, I called it, but the Bucks giants was a look ahead game for the Bucs. Right. I like, oh, they're given that spread went to 13 on Monday night. I'm like, I don't give a crap about this game. They're obviously more talented than the giants. They could on their best day, beat them by 28 points. Doesn't matter where the game is. They're looking ahead to New Orleans. They didn't care about that game. I just feel like this is not even a look-ahead game for the Steelers, but when you come off a bone-crunching like physical game like the Ravens and something you had to emotionally get up for so much, how do you look at Cooper Cup? The other side of the coin is how did the Cowboys score against the Steelers' defense? But I just think it's inflated a little bit. I wouldn't
0: automatically take the Steelers giving 13 and a half. I don't know. Well, a a couple of things. First of all, We don't know for sure at the time of this recording if Cam Hayward's going to be out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Tyson Alu-Alu, a great name to say.
1: Oh,
0: Alu-Alu. I love it. (laughs) Um, um, We don't know what his availability is going to be. And a lot of people all of a sudden are getting very cavalier about predicting within, you know, Pittsburgh media and then national media with this discussion, this cockamamie discussion. Could the Steelers go undefeated? Cut that crap out. Why one. is it cockamamie? Who,
1: who do you who do you fear? Thanksgiving me, against the Ravens,
0: the Colts. It is amazing. Who to else? Me. It really is. Like I mean, again, to harken back to the election coverage, th- there was a premise laid out before yeah. the thing started, and then it went exactly the way. Like this is what's going to happen about you know eight hours into the thing, it's going to be, and then it happens exactly the way people said, and then people are like, what's going on? This, right. this is exactly what people are doing again with Mike Tomlin. How how much more evidence do you need? It's been a decade and a half with Mike Tomlin. He is a great coach. Yes, mm. he is going to be a Hall of Famer. He's never had a losing record. He's not going to have one this year either. Right. However, all those accolades, notwithstanding, his kryptonite. And it, this runs his entire head coaching oh, yeah. career with the Steelers. He struggles to get that team up no matter how good it is. He has a tough time beating bad teams on the road. His sure. winning putt percentage is a, is an apocalypse. Yeah, the Raiders specifically, right. but a bad team on the road. This idea that the Steelers, see, it, see it once once they're 10 and 0, they're going at Cowboys, burrow in the Bungles, and then at Jacksonville. I can almost certainly guarantee you that they will drop one of those games. Right. straight up. I'm not talking against the number. I'm talking straight up. I they mean, will, the, the, they will. Uh, the, that, that's the, the way they do. The spread
1: out of those games will be at Jacksonville, and they'll give. They'll be. A, uh, I mean, uh, who's this quarterback? I, I don't even know what's going on there. Yeah, there'll we don't know nine, with that. They'll be a nine or ten point favorite probably if they're thirteen fourteen against the Cowboys. Um, I don't
0: know, and and but so Zeke Elliott banging away with without Cam Hayward, that's going to be a problem. Zeke practice.
1: Zeke Elliott's not even not even in the league by Sunday. Go ahead, I mean, Charlotte. the
2: Cowboys, the Cowboys lost to Washington mm-hmm. twenty five to three. That's right, right. They yeah. lost by yeah. twenty two points to the Washington <laughs> football team. Right. So I'm inclined to say that maybe the Steelers <laughs> cover because that seems like. I know it, what you're
1: saying. Yeah, you
2: know, like I, I don't necessarily, you know, sure, maybe, maybe this is the game that the Steelers come in and they're like, we're all beat up, we're tired, we need, we need to take it easy. Um, but I also feel like with Cooper Rush, there's a good chance <laughs> that maybe everything goes wrong yet again. So you're I don't saying know. Rush,
1: I, Cooper Rush to the window and bet the Steelers minus 13 and a half. and a half. I'm saying.
2: I, I'm saying Cooper uh, Rush <laughs> guitar solo. <laughs> 13 and a
0: half. That, I mean, the Cowboys do count as a pro football team. I, I, mean, that, I don't know. That's, that's a lot of points ah. to be thrown that way. I do. I Listen, I'm sorry. I bored Mina Kimes on her fine podcast with this, so I feel <laughs> like I have to bore you guys at least. By the way, I've already begun uh, uh, shilling for stuff. Coming up on minus three, Joey Mulanaro this week is Joey oh, yeah. Schwartz, the great impressionist and Steelers fan. So that's going to be fun. But um, I, I I do have to point out Cowboys Steelers in my brain forever will always equal no, not Troy Aikman v. Neil O'Donnell, rather Terry Bradshaw v. Roger Staubach in the mm-hmm. battle for the best quarterback of the 20th century up to a certain point and the best dynasty of the 20th century up to a certain point. Um and. It's also 12v12, Staubach v. Bradshaw. Both guys wearing number 12. Uh, Maybe supplanted by, by Brady v. Rogers, another good 12v12. Upcoming also on Sunday night, I'm over the moon about it. The first and best ever 1v1, Kyler v. Tua. Both guys oh. wear a number one. I can't wait. By the way, Drew Brees and Tony Romo are the best 9v9 matchup. <laughs> you know
1: what? With well, the 1v1, I was like, um, I was like, well, I wonder why no one else is talking about this. And then I realized, mm. uh, oh, it's nonsensical. Who gives a shit?
0: What are you talking about? I, no. I don't know what that's supposed <laughs> to mean, but I, I find it fascinating. All yeah. right. I know. You know what else is fascinating? We've never <laughs> had a Joseph as a president. Isn't that weird? <laughs>
1: Not surprising uh, to hear right. that. Don't jinx it just yet. Um, I, did, I yeah. didn't, I did say he's going to be one way or the other. I'm just
0: saying we've never had that.
1: Sure. I'll say, and I, I, I do, I'm not going to put a dollar on this, but if I had to go aside, I would go Cowboys plus 13 and a half only because, and I don't even know if this theory is right, but I do feel like this is what makes sports gambling so difficult. I think every team in any sport takes off between eight and 10% of their schedule. So in baseball, <laughs> in baseball, that's like 16 games where you don't right. know if your team's going to, they talk about getaway games on a Sunday. A team is like playing, you know, it's like, oh my God, why did that uh, the vastly superior pitcher lose uh, uh, Sunday in, You know, on the road? Like, well, it's a getaway game. They don't care as much. Same thing with football and even maybe more so because of the physicality of some games versus others. Mm-hmm. This might be, and to Dave's point, one of the 8 to 10%. Now 10% of a football schedule is one or two games. This could be the one or two game. Not even saying that they'll lose the game, but if they win by 3, if they pull a Tampa in in New York, don't be surprised.
2: Yeah. No, okay, I get that. I get that. I just feel I I also feel though that this is one of those games where it could they the Steelers could almost like accidentally
0: right win sure. by a ton
2: like i i feel like they could still not try and and if enough goes wrong for the cowboys repeatedly it just like ends up that way but i mean
1: you're absolutely right the eagles kicked the ball around for 20 minutes and ended up right. with a defensive touchdown against the cowboys right. so it was margin of v- disgusting
0: like, right margin of victory for sal's uh, fantasy team over mine uh, oh do you want way, to talk too. about
1: that i didn't i didn't feel like it was appropriate to gloat but what did i beat you by
0: one, one. Uh, less than a point Something like that, yeah. I, I, I knew Mike Evans Listen, was going to get Listen, that's
2: still it. a win. That's still it's a thin margin. Charlotte, you called win.
0: it. You called it, Charlotte.
1: You said Mike Evans wouldn't get 14. Is that I what we did. needed?
0: Yeah, I did. Thank he you. He got Thank like 11 you. or 12. He did catch a touchdown, as I guaranteed on our uh, Monday night yeah. football hit the minus three. I, I guaranteed it like Namath. That he would get a second one, and that paid off good for anybody who uh, who bet yeah. that. second Yeah,
1: Charlotte called
0: it. Uh, she was the John King of that game. She
1: said uh, she said Mike Evans is not going to win the Cobb County, and that was the case. You know what? I Listen,
2: was weird. They're still counting the votes, but <laughs> it's not true. looking good for Mike Evans.
0: That's true. In my brain, um, I don't know what happened on uh, on Sunday night that somehow I flipped it that you had the Cowboys' defense, and so it oh. didn't occur to me, even though I had looked at it mm-hmm. uh, many times over the course of uh, football Sunday. Sunday, uh, about where our head-to-head fantasy game mm-hmm. was going. But for some reason, I thought you had the Cowboys. And so when the Eagles scooped and scored no. that one and they were debating it, I wasn't thinking like, oh no, this is going to cost me the game. It did cost me the game. And Well, uh, I broke. think
1: your attitude cost you the game. You went Maybe. in there thinking you are going to win. And let me just say I mean, It sounds thing. like you didn't
2: want it very much, Dave. It all comes well, down to who wants it more. You,
1: you know what else he didn't want, Charlotte? He didn't want that trophy that we gave him for winning because he crushed it. He, he left sure it in didn't. his trunk. He purposely got in a car wreck and now it's gone. And
2: now it's crushed.
1: That's it. And his dream is going to be crushed because I am now, I think I'm four and four. How many weeks are there? This is how Dave does it, Charlotte. He doesn't go run away with the uh, conference. He doesn't go 11 and two. He goes like seven and six, makes the playoffs, has like the 10th most points in the league, and then grinds his way to
0: the top. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm taking the same path.
1: It's my path to victory.
0: I feel uh, like this was good for us. Maybe maybe we uh, you know, shaved some edges off and got a little sloppy and we're reading some mm. headlines there. I think this was good for us. I I think we needed something like this, right at the <laughs> right we're on a roll here. It was starting to look like uh we were we were uh you know, it was a uh, a given that we were gonna roll here. I think this is uh this is just the cool the cats
1: take off ten percent of their games with... and, and this was one of them. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah everybody knows that. That's right. Can I just say that um all i grown wanted- Grown men and grown this men is talking not like n- this. <laughs> this is Go not going to be a popular take among people in New England. However, I really wanted the Giants to beat Tom Brady in the box. You did. I really did. I really did. Um, but they didn't. You know, I had some
1: conflicting feelings, too. I got a little nostalgic after Rachel Bonetta made me wear a giant shirt. A giant, not a giant. It was also a giant shirt, but a New York Giants shirt. As I had to dress, she won a bet, and I had to. You were Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, which the Jason Garrett part didn't hurt me as much as the Giants shirt. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. And then a few days later, I got nostalgic for those helmets. I don't give a crap normally about uniforms, but Dave, when the Giants, when the linebackers made a tackle, you like, you thought you were back in nineteen eighty-seven, you know, with those Giants uh, uniforms, and I. Yeah, I was like, Yeah, beat Tom Brady. What's going on? First here?
0: of all, first of all, it I I gotta commend Charlotte for her ongoing um <laughs> um I'm not ownership. Proud of it. I didn't you don't have to be proud of it. What I what I'm just I tra- ask I for, am trying
2: to be honest. Yeah.
0: Good. What I ask for in our society and certainly on all podcasts, no jive. Just abide uh, by the no jive policy. Don't no lie jive. to don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to the listener. You aren't lying. You're mm-hmm. a lot of these Patriots fans. Well, I don't care what happens with that. You care. You care. Mm-hmm. You Patriots fans care. I don't know what your emotion is, but you are conflicted on some level about all of this. Right. Two, Antonio Brown, does he definitely not want to play with the Pharaoh? Because the Pharaoh, mm-hmm. uh aka Tom Brady, really looks like a Pharaoh. He does not want contact. He never did, but he really, really doesn't like big men falling on him anymore he really seems to to to, uh have a real distaste for that at this point in his life um and three i i don't want to be a curmudgeon about these uniforms because i can tell a lot of people were very excited about the giants throwbacks to lawrence taylor phil sims jeff hostetler era super bowl era i think it's owed to the good time to to those good vibes you think of lawrence taylor the other thing i'll say is to get a little nuanced for the non-uniform care like you, Sal, the white face mask. Do you see what the difference it makes? That's what you're That's Versus what you're to. Versus gray?
1: They're normally gray, You're vibing
0: right? to the white face mask. It really pops. The hmm. Browns need to do that. The Vikings need to do that. It would be a major upgrade for their getups. Take a look at it. Get back to me later.
1: All right. It's going to be we're much don't. later. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to need time They're fine. For this.
0: They're, those were fine. Uniforms, not that good. They were, they're, uh, they're, they're were fun. I think
1: it was more of a patriotic thing. Right. I don't know what it was, but they they threw it right at the greatest Patriot of all time. Um, yeah, Saints, that line is six. The Bucks are favored by six. Home against the uh Saints. Man, that's a little hefty. I, I, I get it. They owe them one. They lost uh, the first game of the year. Tampa's miles ahead of where they were last, uh, that, that opening game. Like, their their point differential is like plus 93. Their defense is playing. They cut down on penalties. But six, we'll talk about it Friday, and I don't want to tease if this is what uh, either of you are thinking for your uh, extra points for extra pay parlay pick. Uh, I,
0: now, now I'm nervous about the six. Well, I mean, I think that uh, the now we're now we're injecting Antonio Brown in, into yeah. this thing, and it does just feel, in fantasy or video game terms, just overwhelming. You know, the, this is the must-have right. thing. Is for a lot of teams, at least in 2020, is um, that is just this overwhelming offensive firepower, and and now I feel like the Bucks jump to the top of that list if Antonio Brown is even. Anywhere close to what he was even last year when we saw him in that one game down in Miami Mm -hmm. with Tom Brady and now Mike Evans and assuming Chris Godwin comes back and two bangers at running back and Gronk has his weight back on and is now making plays and so on. Um, Like you say, though, uh, you know, they owe the Saints one. They have to have it. If they want to be the number one seed in the NFC, they have to have this game because if they go down 0-2 in their division head to head, it's almost impossible that they're going to do it the number one seed
1: and you know win the division a home game put that round yeah charlotte how how do you feel about the sleepovers with antonio brown
2: yeah that's what i want to talk about (laughs) i don't mean to sound like you know i don't want to bring the real world into sports but what the hell is tom brady doing with antonio brown this guy is such a piece like (laughs) <laughs> Antonio Brown is the worst. And there, there's the domestic violence stuff. There's all of the things he's done. And Tom Brady being like, oh, come stay with me, buddy. Like, we'll make the football team better. It's like, are we are you serious? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you you want one more guy to throw the ball to that? You're I mean, I just like it. Maybe I'm projecting some other kinds of rage onto this situation, but it does drive me a little crazy. And um, I'm I that's partly why I'm like, OK, Tom, like, yeah. whatever. I'm over you like. Wh- are you kidding me? Like at least he's not doing that with the team that I root for anymore.
1: Maybe I'm not figuring out the the, situ, the living situation uh, uh, completely, but what's Giselle is okay with this. This is I know. Um, I'm like,
2: oh, you just want him. You just want you want him around. Like that's you're cool with that. Yeah. Like you
1: got yeah. enough money for the uh, Econo Lodge down the block, right? You got forty eight yeah. bucks. You could stay there. I, yeah.
0: I, yeah. Listen, I don't. But uh, uh, I hear what Charlotte's saying. Gronk is like, What that guy's a character, right? <laughs> yeah, this is right, not the like oh, of that. I'm gonna yeah. do a manscaping act. He'll play Mr. with the Big. kids, he'll do the thumb trick with the kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Boy, that guy, Mr. Big Chest, sure wears his hair funny sometimes. <laughs> it, th- there's more to it than that, and unnecessary. And it was weird that Bruce Arians resisted it publicly and said that'll just never happen. And then the charade of like, this has nothing to do with Tom. Tom, like Tom, like. Like Bruce Arians called, hey, guess what? We decided to sign Antonio Brown. And Tom was like, who's that now? Oh, yes. I, I recall that. Uh,
2: Tom's like, oh, yeah, if you that- we went to high school together, man. What are we talking about? Why? Do, <laughs> why does like, Tom no, Brady, Tom, you're 50.
0: Why does Tom Brady need to be covered for? Why Why? why does Bruce Arians right. feel compelled to, to do that on his – that's the weird thing as well. Yeah, it's a, – it's a, a good word for it is unnecessary.
1: Also, Antonio Brown requires, famously requires a 200 thread count in his sheets. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> Why would you want to that?
0: And 200 Giselle's targets like, a game, too. like, we're going
2: sustainable, we're doing linen sheets, and Antonio's <laughs> like, I want silk and I want it to be synthetic. It
0: does make it ever so slightly, it does make them a little tougher to root for, doesn't it? I mean, th- this was a feel-good story, and 43-year-old Brady, this does dent it. At least a little bit. And by the way, like I say, Antonio Brown, it's not a small matter that he gets upset. He'll probably toe the line. Somebody probably gets in his ear and says, like, A B, you want to play next year? You, you you better behave for these right. next couple of months. But not a guarantee he will. And, you know, he's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Gronk and so on. Like, is A B definitely gonna be okay if he only gets two targets in a game?
1: We'll see. It didn't really, you know, he was on the Patriots and the explosion, the reason it didn't work out wasn't because he was a cancer in the clubhouse, right? He had he had legal shit that went down and forced him off the team. Not forced him, but it was obvious that they should cut him, right? Is that how it yeah, went out no, Yeah, no, that
0: it was um, it. I, it's a fun... Uh, over under to play. I think he was on the Patriots for like eight and a half days. Is what I would yeah, set yeah, yeah. the over under at. I know mean, he was barely there. It's hard to. But get eight in. and a half days is like six years for
1: Antonio Brown when you're making three Instagram <laughs> videos a day and f fuing your co- coach and everything. He may, really do- uh,
0: without getting into the legal nonsense that uh, is uh, is beyond me anyway. I'll defer to you on that, uh, lawyer Sal. But <laughs> there is also yeah, the Sal, you potential. A lawyer? Oh yeah, I well, guess. Is, uh, I guess Charlie, fake yeah. news. <laughs> um, he, um, I, I, th- th- I think if I understand it correctly, there's a chance he he might get shut down again. Anyway, if in no- go November. Him. oh, it is November. Yeah, th- there's a court date coming up or something. Can
2: yeah. I ask a very important question? Sure. Why are there so many former lawyers in sports media? I feel like everybody I know in sports media, like you know, after a few months of knowing them, it's like, oh yeah, also by the way, I went to law school, and I'm like, I
1: wonder. It's a good question. I wonder if because people watch TV and see all these talking heads screaming at each other, uh, and say, oh, I could do that. I took moot court. (laughs) I went to law school. I just I could take one side, if whether
0: I believe it or not.
1: Maybe Mm -hmm. that's why. I don't know. That's something. you, excuse me for through?
0: having done it the old-fashioned way those nine years i spent in pro football were some of the happiest <laughs> of my life yeah i mean it, the, the stuff on the field was great but what i really miss most time in the locker room i mean that that that's the stuff the you got you know, around I've around say, that. i yeah.
2: always say that dave i say you know the when, when i was when i was playing for um i was actually arizona cardinals for a while no one knows oh, that
1: really yeah punt returner it, what were you yeah
2: well i was a kicker
1: Oh, you're um, a kicker!
2: No. <laughs> yeah. and I just think you know it's something I haven't talked about publicly because as a woman in sports, you know, you want to really just like get by on your own merit. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, you don't want even anyone to acknowledge it at all until now, right? I'll right, never forget about
2: law school. So,
0: <laughs> did you wear the uh, white face mask or the gray one? What
2: I had a I had a tinted shield.
0: Oh, nice. I remember yeah. that. No, I remember that play. It was uh, when Char Del Greco uh, celebrated an extra point point, <laughs> jumped up and landed, and ripped her knee, and that was the end of her career. No, totally. No, no. Yeah. yeah, totally.
1: Are you that's doing? Whatever. You know that it wasn't Al Del Greco though, right? Are you? Are you oh just, no, it wasn't Al there. Del
0: Greco. Who was it? It was Gramatica.
1: It was, was Chartine Gramatica. Chartine <laughs> Gramatica. Gramatica. Well, that it was one dirty. of the Gramaticas. I don't know. I think it was uh, the, the, it was the other Gramatica. I think right, they both right. right. did it. I don't know. Um, all right, so that's Saints Bucks. But before that, we have Thursday. I'm going to be on the pregame show for Fox doing a little comedy bit. Carissa Thompson's going to join me. That'll be fun. I also have a contest, FanDuel.com slash Thursday Throwdown. You take a lineup from that game, only from that game. So you'll take one of the two quarterbacks and uh, running backs, receivers. You're going to really have to search to see who's playing because the Thursday night game is Green Bay at San Francisco. Right now, um, FanDuel has it. Five and a half and 49 and a half. The Packers are favored. What an interesting game this is. San Francisco, obviously, Jimmy G is out. Uh, Kittle is out. I think they said eight weeks. He's like, no, screw that. I'm coming back in two weeks. Either way, he's not playing this game. On Green Bay side, I don't know, running back-wise, Jamal, is it Jamal Williams? Tested positive for COVID, and then he was close to AJ Dillon, who's their second-round pick. The kid out of Boston College. So if Aaron Jones doesn't play, we don't know who's going to be the running back. This is a real—it's a 2020 game for sure. Um, not not final score, but uh, belongs in this
0: year. Green Bay at San Francisco. What do you guys think of this? I think that um, you know. Again, I don't want to get up on Pius about it, but the things are trending in this way. And speaking of green Bay in that state, Wisconsin, I don't know if the football team, the Badgers are going to play another game this year. Mm-hmm. Um, bubble it up. I know it's imperfect. I know it's not great, but if we want to see the end of this season oh. and, and they got to do something, right? This is getting, this is the, the Ravens, Marlon Humphrey played now. Now who knows with seven other guys that's going to impact the integrity of um the 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 playoff seedings if the colts beat them um and they have i don't know by the time they kick off like how many players are going to be down on that ravens defense yeah right what th- then the ravens where where are their fans where's their organization where's the nfl on the whole um yeah but we didn't have 3 or 4 of our best defensive players against the team that beat us that's one ahead of us in the seedings and is that deserved? Well, you brought it on your side. I don't know about all that. Let's just get I, it. In I the feel bubble. like
1: I feel like I'm turning a blind eye to this purposely. And I don't
0: know why. I don't know why I
1: I, 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 I want to think that we turned the corner, even though these things do come up, but maybe you could help me. Baseball was in trouble for a while. The Marlins had a bunch of games canceled. The Cardinals had a bunch of games canceled. You never thought they'd make it up. They had the benefit of doubleheaders and in seven inning games. They were able to make it up. I was wondering if football is doing the same thing, but somehow they were not. They have not added an extra week. They were—they've gotten through the first eight weeks without having to add. They haven't disrupted their schedule at all. The Super Bowl was supposed to be uh, play when it was scheduled to, and I'm like, all right, am I paying attention? Because four weeks ago, if the strength and conditioning coach had COVID, it seemed like the game was moved at least a couple of days. Are they right. more lax about this, Charlotte, or am I just uh, I... stupid? I don't know what's going on.
2: I don't know. I can't I can't figure it out. I don't know whether it's like because the cases are rising so rapidly everywhere that it's getting that much harder to control. You know, right. it's like where if it's spiking to the extent that it's spiking, you know, the odds that someone's, you know, kids babysitter happened to come in contact with someone who had it and spread right. it. to Like, I don't necessarily know if it's just negligence or if it's um, I mean, probably to some degree, but I feel. I feel like it gets harder and harder to. To make these sort of traveling bubbles when yeah guys are still living at home and they're still um and i'm not saying that's not the right thing to do i don't really know what else you can do um but you I don't do take on think... antonio
1: brown as a roommate that's probably the, the, <laughs> well
2: the i first mean thing you no. know that. you gotta stop the sleepovers because <laughs> yeah, right. who knows where everybody's been but yeah. i mean i feel like with mlb that that is something that i haven't been able to figure out I i can't I don't really understand how they were able to stop the positive cases because yeah. I'm not convinced that behavior changed that much. I wonder if there was like some sense of luck and maybe it was in the summer when cases were going down and now yeah. heading into I mean, you look at like you look at a Wisconsin, the, you know, Wisconsin's football program. Yeah, They're which not just, playing
1: again. Right.
2: No, they're not playing again. And I'm not convinced that you, they're going to be able to play. Going forward, mm-hmm. because you're in these states where cases are just skyrocketing, and like you've got college—I ca- mean, it's just sort of insane. The whole thing—it's also just wild to me that you know I'm looking at—I'm looking at the election results, I'm looking at the news, I'm glued to everything, and then every once in a while I stop. And even sports, I'm like, oh, but here's this game, this game, and then every once in a while I stop. And I'm like, oh my god. We're still in a goddamn global pandemic. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. What it, it's be, it's such a, it living in 2020 requires such insane amounts of compartmentalization that I'm, every once in a while I stop and I'm like, am I crazy? Like, mm-hmm. I feel crazy. Well, it kind it, of it, trades it's, on- It's supposed
1: to be over by Friday. Everything I read oh, online is oh, that's a, yeah, Pennsylvania. It, it, it'll, <laughs> it'll coincide with the uh, counting of the votes, I think. I don't know.
0: Perfect. It does <laughs> trade though, Sal. Like you say, like you, you you're kind of turning a blind eye to it. I mean kind of I'm the personification of that of that fan. One the Steelers are undefeated, two the Indiana Hoosiers are undefeated. Right. I mean like I'm like just finish this thing. Please, let's get all the way through this. I don't ruin these uh these special seasons. It'll really break my heart. Um it it, it it trades on my uh you know, my juvenile sports fan brain. Like I I don't know what you have to do to get through this, but please don't disrupt it at this yeah, point. That's exactly. that's my that's my Sentiment kind of uh, um, at this th- point,
1: th- this could be a practical joke, but Joel is um, interrupting me with a. a I don't know what this is an instant message. The 49ers shut down their facility due to COVID positive result. 49ers wide receiver Kendrick Bourne It's precaution at this point and doing contact tracing. Now, that's not good for a game that's supposed to go on tomorrow. Um,
2: no, it doesn't seem great,
1: right? <laughs> if
2: it's a, not, doesn't not seem great. Excellent
1: if it's a Sunday game either, but um with tomorrow's game. This is I, ahead, I, I
0: know how much you love pranks. This is why this is I, I always hate doing. Oh, this, this is what you're doing. You, but, oh, good for you. No. All right, you got one over. So, no, if, it's, if there isn't TN, if there isn't TNF uh tomorrow night, Sal. So it's just you and Terry Bradshaw doing um uh, election analysis. That, yeah, okay. Yeah, Terry and I. Yeah. We're gonna pick it out. Um,
1: all right. Well, anyway, if that game does play, and we hope it does, fanduel.com slash Thursday throwdown. That's where you could join my um daily fantasy contest. It's just for the uh and there's only like 150 spots. So it seems get in super fun. I like
0: I I like the uh element of one guy, your just MVP getting point and a half. But yeah. I, his points count for uh one and a half or I'm not explaining it right. That's all right. 50% yeah, yeah. percent more than everybody else's. Yeah. Right.
1: Three over two. Is that it? Um. Not only that, FanDuel's also got these same game parlays, and you could lose and get your money back. How freaking great is that? They'll refund you your money. You bet a different parlay, risk free every NFL week all season long, free money. Take the Monday night game, the Thursday night game, Sunday game, local games. Uh. Again, I contractually, I'm not allowed to give my pick out. Before the Thursday pregame show. But as a for instance, you could take Aaron Rodgers to score anytime he could run one in and parlay that with, let's say, Green Bay to score over 27 and a half points. And that same game parlay will pay you plus 844, a little better than eight to one odds. And what happens, Charlotte, if you lose?
2: You're a sucker.
1: (laughs) You're a sucker. (laughs) You're a sucker and a loser. But you also get your money we back. we don't respect you. <laughs> but they respect you enough. Oh, God, Charlotte, to give you your money back. Uh, Fanduel. I'm
2: kidding. FanDuel is wonderful and lovely. And that was sarcasm. Yes. Because they do respect you because they know how hard it is to win. And it's people like me who lead you astray on terrible bets for a parlay <laughs> and ruin the whole thing. FanDuel's got your back.
1: There you go. The little sarcasm. That's what we like to call that. You get your $10 back. FanDuel's the only <laughs> sportsbook app where you can play these same game parlays. If you don't have a count, an account, do it. Now get one promo code, extra points. So they know we sent you for God's sakes. You'll be good to go. $10 back refund or try to win. That's even better. That's a better part of this. Fandle.com slash extra points. Um, yes. Uh, we said uh, Wisconsin's not playing again. 12 players, 10 staffers test positive. Wisconsin, Purdue off the board. Um, I I don't know. They they didn't build in any buys for this. The Big Ten. They got. I I hate to say it, but the SEC did this right. They built in a couple weeks where uh, they know. God, it's filthy down south. I know. Do you
2: need a second? Do you want like? Can we get you anything after having to say that the SEC did something right? I don't like terrible sentence.
1: Well, I guess if you know your limitations and you know that you're uh, filthy as a region, sorry for our Southern listeners, but this is, it, it was popping up. I mean, you know, all the Southern states and everything that there, there were flare ups and they saw this ahead of time. And so they built 2 bye bi-weeks into the schedule or two weeks they could use to, um, uh, move games. The big 10 did not Dave, I, I don't know. What, what do you do with Wisconsin? I don't think they were going to be a top four team, but they're done.
0: No. And right. Like I say to, you know, for my uh, selfish concerns that all of a sudden these two uh, and Indiana Hoosiers about to play Jim Harbaugh and company. Right. Um. Does it have any merit? Does it have any value when it's time to consider who makes a playoff game? Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you talk about the SEC, and that's by conference. And I know they're structured. They've structured it a little bit differently, but in that same region of the country exists Clemson and. Right nothing less than the best player in the country. Trevor Lawrence is out this week. This is a lustrous game otherwise and, and, and diminished by his absence. So I, I you know, I, well, I it's I hope, actually better. I hope we we get no about, more plu- I agree. Yeah. It does make it a, that's better a game, five right. and a
1: half point spread. Now Clemson still favored on the road, Um, but it probably would have been about 10 or more. I think Uh without, I mean, it moved what four points last week. I think Boston if you were going to get
0: Clemson, you better have gotten them last week. Now, I mean, they're, they're, that's one of those, yeah. um, you know, one of those programs now that's you know four or five deep at every position now. So, right, you, you, you should have gotten them last week when Trevor Lawrence first. There you down. go. Um, well, I'm
1: exhausted and I'm yeah. I'm nervous and I have 47 texts. So I uh, I'm a little should scared. We go? Yeah, I think we should go. <laughs>
2: I think we should go.
1: I don't even think I don't
0: even want to read the mail. Jim, are you
1: okay if I skip the mail this week? (laughs) He's
0: uh, no, he's beside. You want to hear. Do you want, I mean, I could, I could tell you about uh, the best 11 V 11 matchup in NFL history. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: You know what? We'll stop recording. And then you tell us. Yeah. Let us uh... know
2: Dave. Bye guys. This has been
1: fun. (laughs) Hey, we'll be back Friday with our extra points for extra pay. Parlay, we're each going to pick winners. Fandle is going to boost the points. They're going to boost the odds. And God damn it, Charlotte is going to win this week. And we're going to put our heads together. We're going to go three for three and win the public money. We're already over $2.4 million for the better. That's no jive, as you would say, Dave. I got anything to plug?
2: I mean, have we tried like unplugging and plugging the country back in? I mean, <laughs> yeah. You got that's anything to unplug? Where I'm at.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: I don't know. Follow me on, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm at the wilder things. And thanks for bearing with me, all of our listeners. I don't, I feel like I blacked out doing this podcast. I have no idea what I said and I hope it was okay. <laughs> no, I think
1: it was good. Follow Charlotte on Twitter. Twitter is the problem. Twitter's why we're in this yeah. mess.
2: Don't uh, follow me on Twitter. Twitter's the worst.
1: <laughs> Dave, you got the SAVAGE World Tour t-shirt yes. in the
2: background. Those Go are get
1: those
0: extra points.com. Go get yourself one of those. Jump on board here. Um, and then also, um, looking forward, like I say, to Joey Molinaro impressionist extraordinaire. I'm looking forward, Sal, you know, I do a Chris Berman. I'm, I'm looking forward to unveiling that for him and and getting his notes on, uh, if he can, if he can give me my Tom Jackson, if he can do Tom Jackson to my Chris Berman, we'll be back on the blitz. Oh, that's
1: nice. You know what? We'll break that out as a video. So uh, everybody can enjoy that visually. Um, yeah, what do I have? I don't know. Uh uh Fox Bet Live, 5 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Although we're re- we're preempted by spring football. Does that make sense? Today, <laughs> yeah, spring sure. football today. Yeah, it makes sense. And that makes uh,
2: more sense than anything else happening this year.
1: <laughs> extra points Friday, laugh lines with Rachel Benetta. Tomorrow, we got the lemon pepper parlay guys. We have uh Jerry and Jen for Waiver Wired. Lots, lots going on here uh in the u.s of a and a reminder even though you may feel like underdogs please remember you're all my favorites so long